hope you're having a good day today. I've been looking forward to spending this time with you, especially in that it's a little bit of a break from a very, very hectic time. After, what, 15 or 16 years of Cheryl and I living on our farm, we had sold it and we finally bought a house. It's a nice little house in the town of Ashland. My goodness gracious, does moving bring to bear the achiness of my bones and the reality that I'm not a young man anymore. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm hurting right now in places I didn't even know a person could hurt. But it's been fun, something Cheryl and I have done together. And we are going to go ahead and have a mover come move the big stuff, which I think is fantastic because the little stuff has basically been breaking my back. But today, I decided to just spend some time reflecting and I wanted to sit here with you and to talk about the Lord. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that the ministry of the Holy Spirit would be with us as we move forward and we spend this time together. May you be glorified. May we be changed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So years ago, I read a great book from Robert Mulholland, and in this book, he talks about the journey of transformation, and, and it's, it's a very, very good book. It's called The Invitation to a Journey. And one of the things he said was that as we move through the seasons of spiritual formation, we will come to the place where we see essentially two things about ourselves. One of them is that we're actually better than we think. The other, we're more broken than we realize. Well, this issue of being better than we think, that's really at the heart of this new book that I've written called From Broken to Beloved, A Journey of Awakening. That's the title of the book. And I want to encourage you to consider purchasing it. But in that book, I want to talk about and do talk about the fact that God has endowed us with amazing grace and value and actually calls us image bearers. I mean, how much better can it get? And so... Many of us that are down on ourselves need to really look and see what it is that God has done and what is the deposit that he's made inside of us. And let that come to bear on our journey, to ask the Lord to help awaken us to who he truly made us to be. It's a great theme. From the very first day that you became a Christian, you were endowed with unbelievable value and gifts, the very workmanship of God. And he wants to awaken all of that through the presence and power of his Holy Spirit. But what I've been thinking about lately is the other side of what Mulholland said, which is that we are often more broken than we realized. And that's been on my mind. It's on my mind because I, I have to wrestle, of course, with my own brokenness, and that I'm beginning to see it as a very layered understanding of this issue of being both made in the image of God, renewed at the heart of who I am, and yet, in many ways, broken. And, and to be honest with you, as I begin to consider the degree of my own brokenness, it shows me yet again the expanse of Christ and what he has done for us. And it only causes us to praise him more 
for his unbelievable and lavish grace. So, so as I began to think about this issue of brokenness and grace, if you will, I started to think about the fact that the Lord has been meeting me in every aspect of my own wounding and every aspect of my own brokenness. And so I've divided this up into three categories, and it begins with the idea that we all experience what could be called congenital brokenness. That's a term, actually, that Mark McMinn uses in a book in which he talks about this issue. And Mark McMinn basically says that we enter a world where sin and brokenness have reached its talons into everything it means to be human. And as a result of it, it's had a profoundly negative impact on who we are. Congenital brokenness, I guess, is the issue of we're born into a broken world, we ourselves enter that world and are soon affected by that brokenness, which translates in, into things like the consequences of sin and specific acts of sin. And remember, well, let's, let's think of sin as the failure to live out of the wonder of who God has really placed or actually called us to be. And I think this is a very, very important concept that the reality is for as long as we're going to be on this side, this side of the kingdom, this side of glory, that we will struggle with the fact that we are born into a broken world and we will struggle with that brokenness in our lives, even as Christians. But what this does is it begins to highlight for us the wonder and the glory of Jesus and his redeeming grace. Redeeming grace. A grace that reaches in and says, nope, these folks belong to me. I'm buying them out of darkness. I'm buying them out of their brokenness. I'm going to live a perfect life and assign their name to it so that they can be secure and be children of God. This is why salvation is so important. What a great theme that Jesus, our Lord, looked at us in our brokenness, our congenital brokenness, the effect of living in a world where sin has reached its ugly talons into everything it means to be human, and Jesus says, no, not today. And through the cross, he not only defeats evil for us, but he redeems us so that we can live secure as God's children. Aren't you, aren't you kind of overwhelmed by this redeeming grace? It's an activity that God does. He does it really without any of our help. All we do is receive what Christ has done. And even more than that, we simply say to Jesus, bring me into your heart. There's something powerful about that. And yes, there are still times in which I wander. I fail to live out of who I am in Christ, but I can lean into this beautiful side of his grace that redeems me and says, I now belong to God. But, but let me go further. There's not only this redeeming grace, there's something that I want to call, if you will, transforming grace or healing grace. See, this is at the heart of much of what I've been teaching for 20-some years and 
at the heart of Healing Care Ministries that many of us are walking around carrying the wounds of episodic memories of the past that have been very toxic, and they've changed the way we look at ourselves, changed the way we look at the world, changed the way we look at God himself. And in many ways, because these wounds have not been healed, it's very hard for us then to be free. It's very similar to some things that Henry Nouwen said, that because of the wounds of the past, the evil that brought that wound, which is now unhealed, is evoked in the future yet again. And yet what we've learned is that Jesus loves to reach back into our own wounded past and meet us in that brokenness and help us deal with these painful memories and bring light where there was darkness, hope where there was despair, healing where there was once wounding. This very morning, I received a text message. This happens to be a Sunday from a man in... Raleigh, North Carolina, who wanted me to know that today his pastor was talking about the fact that we've been wounded and that we can be emotionally healed through Jesus Christ. And so we not only experience this redeeming grace where God brings us out of our sinful past, but there's also this transforming grace. Are there stories in your narrative that have not been healed, that have affected the way you look at yourself and God and others. God is willing to heal us there and meet us there. And again, it highlights the nature of grace, this transforming, amazing, wonderful grace of God in Christ. Well, that's my brokenness. My brokenness is a congenital brokenness. My brokenness is the brokenness of a wounded past. But I also know there's a sacramental brokenness that's part of Christianity. Sacramental means a means of grace. And to be honest with you, there are aspects of my own transformation that have occurred through the difficulties of life, through what some people might see as sufferings. And yet somehow God meets us there as well. How many stories do we know of individuals who have even gone on to write books or to speak about it? Stories of individuals that experienced a deep brokenness and yet God met them in that brokenness. And now not only they heal, but that very brokenness has become a source of healing to other people. And God wants to do that with all of us to the complete degree of our own offering to God. How many times have we talked about the fact that those things we most wish didn't happen can often become the source of something great happening as God flows through us with sustaining grace. Sustaining grace. He sustains us even in the middle of our difficulties. There is a grace that occurs in people's lives when they lose a loved one, when they suffer with a long-term 
illness, when something that happened to them unexpectedly made life far more difficult. And yet, as Christ meets us there, he sustains us in the midst of it, and he moves us forward. This is exactly the story of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where, where Paul's crying out, take this away, and God says in Christ, Christ says, my grace is sufficient. My grace is enough to carry you through. And that's this, if you will, sustaining grace. And so the nature of my own brokenness is very, very layered. Isn't yours? There's the brokenness of just living in a world of congenital sin. And when we're there, he gives us redeeming grace. The brokenness of episodes, episodes of the past that have wounded us, and yet his healing, transforming grace comes in and brings light into a dark story. And then there is the brokenness that God uses as a sacrament to heal other people. When out of our story, it helps someone face into their own story to be able to then trust in Christ's story. So Robert Mulholland, I think, was absolutely right. There comes a point in our lives where we realize two things about ourselves. One of them is that we are better than we thought, that there is more beauty in us than we could have ever imagined. And the role we play in life is a role of being an image bearer, hosting the presence of God himself. But the other thing we start to realize is that brokenness is very layered in our lives. And yet in all of that, Christ comes to meet us in a transformational way. I want to say thank you, Jesus, for redeeming grace. Thank you, Jesus, for healing, transforming grace. And thank you, Jesus, for sustaining grace that carries us along in the difficulties of life with the promise that there will yet be another day. Give me strength and knowledge 
my love.